Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there. Welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. Another week has rolled around in the piping scene and uh, yeah, another bank holiday week has rolled past for us here in Northern Ireland. For those of you out there who celebrated the 12th of July, I hope you had a a very happy and peaceful one. And if you don't, either way, I hope you had a good one anyway. (laughs) So yes, this week's podcast is a little bit different. It's not your standard Big Rab Show podcast where we'd be doing listener mail, news and views, all that sort of stuff for the topic and that. Because this week, I've invited the Big Rab Show team on just to have a bit of a yarn. So welcome to Andrew Shalladay, Aaron McElwain, and Alicia dixon Hamilton. Hello, folks. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Hello. How are you all doing? Uh, well, I'll have to get straight into things. We don't have any listener mail this week, but I do want to throw the doors open to anyone who does want to send us in some listener mail. That address, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. We always love getting your comments and questions in and your voicemails as well. Uh, one of the topics that we're currently working on, I'm going to chat to the team about this already. Uh, we're working on what makes the perfect pipe major, or what makes a perfect lead tipper. We're getting a lot of comments in about it and voicemails and that as well. Uh, Aaron, I'll throw the door up to you first, buddy. What, what do you think would make a perfect lead drummer? Any perfect pointers? Lead, uh, perfect lead drummer. Perfect yeah. lead drummer. Patience. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, you'd need to be, Patience. wouldn't you? <laughs> um, yeah, patience is one of their big qualities. Um, empathy. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> yeah, you um, need to be a, a people person, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, they they have to have the musical attributes, um, and um, they need to command a core. I think the best thing about, I, I mean, it's all right to have a leading drummer, um, who is very musical and mm-hmm. can can play a snare drum brilliantly and knows all parts of their drum core, but if they can't command the core then it, it becomes very, very hard uh, for the core to progress. Um, so it's all about leadership, and that's that's in the title, Leading Drummer. There you go. They need yeah. to have those leading. And then it's not everybody can be a leading drummer. You no, know? no, but, definitely not. I think that's what we're finding in our research as well, You know that a lot of people get thrown into the role of leadership and then suddenly find themselves going, what the heck do I do here? So, Andrew, just any pointers for a possible perfect pipe major uh well maybe like uh was a be alone <laughs> <laughs> need time to think you're okay <laughs> uh, man management is a uh-huh. is a must like uh getting the best out of your players i think that's crossing over what Aaron was saying like but uh it's, it's so important and like being able to motivate your your players as well and, mm. and even like Given using using the talents of your players as well. There's, True. There's, uh, maybe uh, me and my young younger days when I had a time at pipe major and like a, I think a, 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 at that age with little experience, like I felt I had to do everything and my own. But 
like looking around and, and recognizing the talent that you have in your band and, mm. and using that talent because um, it's a really as a team sport like yeah yeah uh, oh, wise words there and alicia as your experience then as drum majoring and commanding bands trying to get them into you know a grand finale or anything like that have you any words of wisdom for people in leadership roles I think the pipe major and a drum major um, of a band has to have a really good working relationship mm. together um, and also just being confident to, to take control of your band because obviously the pipe major does that while at band practice and stuff like that. However, you go to parade with your band or you are taking them into the arena or anything like that there, then the drum major is in control. So it's getting that good working relationship and that the band's very clear on what what your word of command is and things like that. Yeah, uh, and how that dynamic works then, really, yeah. No, that's perfect. And if anything, we want to hear more uh, from you folks listening at home. So if you have any thoughts or opinions, then get them in. Sorry, Rob. I think this year is going to be slightly different because pipe majors and drummers are going to have to take a completely different approach because of COVID. Yeah, so no, people would have took the acceptance of being dropped or, you know, a wee bit more structured learning where we've had none of that over the last few while. So when people are approaching other people, they could take it a little more personal than previous years. So Aye, exactly. I think that changes the whole dynamics of how you fulfill that role. It does indeed. Yeah. And what totally. strategies you use to keep everybody on the same page as Andrew's talking about, you know, team playing. That's it. Certainly from from my point of view, um, we're fortunate in Class Kelp to have uh, a pipe major who is extremely musical, um, knows how to get the best out of his pipe core, um, but he also, also has the ultimate respect from every member of the band, from the tenor core through the drum core, even from the drum majors that we have attached to the band uh, and all the supporters there is utmost respect for the pipe major. And I think that is one of the most important things that a pipe major needs to have is that they have to have everybody's respect. They're not going to get everything right all the time. Uh, And and certainly in previous bands that I've played in a pipe major that can turn around at the end of of a day and maybe the result wasn't great, but hold their hands up and say, look, you gave it your best today and actually me as the pipe major, I, I made a few mistakes today. I didn't get a set right. I, you know, we were under pressure and, mm-hmm. and, and unsettled. They can hold their hands up. You even have more respect for them then because exactly. they are trying yeah. to do a job of not just not just standing there and making sure that the pipe core is working, but a pipe major has to be aware of everything going on, time, um, making yeah. sure that everybody's there, getting to the arena. You know, everybody always goes for the pipe major. And they're That's the it. busiest people on the day. And I suppose another part of the respect then is, is is knowing as a band member what you can and can't do to help them on a day. Yeah. Uh, or a performance. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So no, no doubt we will delve more into this topic in future. But uh, yeah, we just wanted to know you guys and your thoughts. You can email it into us as always, bigrabshow at gmail.com. Alrighty. Now, as you may imagine, like I said, this week's podcast is a little bit different. So we don't have a word of the week this week. But since we have the voice of the weekly drone with us this week, <laughs> Aaron, have we got a weekly drone this week, mate? We do, certainly. 
Um, we have a weekly drone uh, in from Anonymous, as usual. It's mm-hmm. Anonymous uh, and something that we strive to keep going. Um, yes. Warts and all, say what you think. Um, it is your platform. Obviously, if anybody has uh, any more weekly drones to submit, they can do that by email. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's bigrabshow at gmail.com or they can do it anonymously through the website which is www.thebigrabshow.com forward slash weekly drone. Alrighty, let's hear this week's then. The Weekly Drone. What makes a great band member? They care. Dear Rob, I just listened to your episode about what makes a great band member. While I definitely agree with the four points you raised, I would like to add a fifth to the list, one which I feel underlies all four of your points. A great band member is one who cares. They care about playing the right thing, about playing it well, and about getting better. A band member who cares will care enough to be there. They will care enough to put the work in at home, and be ready for practice, and they will care enough to be present and active at rehearsals. When I was a pipe major, this was one of my biggest frustrations. I worked with a number of players over the years who would turn up week after week, but who didn't actually care about knowing the music or making mistakes. They didn't care that their pressure was all over the place. They didn't care that their drones were so loosely hemped that they slid down as they played. And they certainly didn't care about being active and listening to what I or the pipe sergeant had to say. They certainly weren't honest about mistakes because they didn't care enough to notice that they had made any. These were the players who you could give the same corrections to week after week. And it was like talking to a brick wall. They just didn't care. And they were the same ones who would always let the band down with early ease, missed embellishments, mistakes, sloppy cutoffs, or crappy drill. For me, that care factor was a major differentiator between great band members and terrible ones. A band member who cares even if they have very little natural talent, will always get better because they will always put the work in and try. They are the ones that pipe majors love to work with. The band member who doesn't care is just soul crushing for a pipe major and was one of the tipping points for me in making the decision to switch bands and hand over the reins. Now I am in a band full of people who do care and it is one of the most uplifting and enjoyable experiences. Related to this and to your other question, I think that one of the things that make a great pipe major is the ability to motivate your players and make them care. A great pipe major inspires their pipe core and makes them want to turn up, want to put the work in, to do better the want to engage in practice and feel safe speaking up honestly when they've made mistakes. 
I'd love to hear your thoughts on this and I look forward to your episode on what makes a great pipe major or lead tip. The Weekly Drawn. Ah, Weekly Drawn. I have to say it's a bit odd listening to Weekly Drawn this week and having the voice of Weekly Drawn sitting in front of me here on Zoom. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I love Weekly Drawn. And yes, having a band member who cares... Uh, that possibly didn't make the list of that episode, but I think it's a very important point, I think. Yeah. Andrew, what are your thoughts on this week's Weekly Drawn, mate, what you just heard? That was good. <laughs> Pretty much. It was spot on, <laughs> wasn't it? Yeah. Like, a, like a, a hard workers. Like, a, I mean, you don't, there's not a lot that gets achieved without hard workers, like, and people that put the effort in, like, hard work pays off or, like, Teamwork makes a dream work, is all the sayings go, you know. Um, That's it, indeed. Uh, yeah. So, Aaron, I, has Klaus Kelt actually returned to practice yet? Have you had any band members returning with no drones hemped up or not listening and making mistakes all over the shop? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm in a unique position as the band secretary um, where I assist in getting the practices back on and sort of working the admin and making sure that regulations and stuff are followed but mm-hmm. uh, we're just back in uh, this last month and you know pipers are doing their practice uh, drum corps is doing their practice uh, tenor corps is separate we're just at that sort of unique position mm-hmm. um, you know getting a head start really which is good it's it's using the time wisely um, to get a head start for, for next year um, so I don't really know from the pipe core who's turned up unprepared or yeah <laughs> i don't know i don't even know the ins and outs of it you know seasoning bags and all those different things you know yeah. but um i mean i was out of practice um about two or three weeks ago and you know there was there was a good lot of pipers there and it was just it was just brilliant to hear the pipes again being played and yeah. And you're just listening to it. And even though we're at the very early stages and, and a lot of a lot of people would be rusty from being off for so long. Mm. But even then you still thought that's really good. It's just good to hear it. And um, it. you start to get, you know, that buzz straight away. Um, so yeah. anybody who hasn't been to their band practice uh, for whatever band you're in, get back to band practice as mm. soon as possible because guys you will just as soon as you're back in you will just go how did i do without this for the last year or so so yeah yeah 100 percent. alicia i think at the very end of weekly drone there they talked about motivation you know and having an actual reason to lift your instrument again i'm sure drum majors are facing the same sort of thing really with motivation i suppose because drum majors practice it's quite individual and mm. um, like I've tried to explain this numerous times, say in a normal circumstance or competitions and things like that, if you go into the arena as a band and somebody makes a wee bloop, um, you fully all go down together. But each drum major is individual and you're known by your name. Like think of the announcements, results being called out. Mm -hmm. But so instantly they go, oh, Alicia's name wasn't called out today. What happened to her today? Yeah, it's on the end Because you didn't make a final yeah. or whatever like that. So you're always known individually. So it really is down to your own individual, you know, 
right, I need to go out here and I need to practice because this may have been in my hand for so many months. And like you do get rusty and for a drum major, there's no doubt about it. If you haven't lifted it from one season to another, and obviously we've had a big gap of seasons now, probably some people have forgot to flourish in them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because you have so many varieties and different endings and different starts, maybe. You know, you maybe have one through win and then a bigger throw to end, or then you have a d- two double throws and things like that. So to actually remember all that, really, if any drum majors are listening, what I would encourage you to do at the very start is sit down in front of a video of yourself competing. I definitely loved watching uh, like recordings of myself because it meant, gosh, I forgot about that one, and make a wee list and then go out oh. and practice them. Yeah. And um, so you actually remember what what you do and what you've done yeah. previously mm. to build upon it for next season. So that's definitely a wee tip I would encourage the there majors. Go. Ah, good advice, good, good advice. Good preparation. Woo! Definitely, yeah. So I think, thank you to our weekly donor, no matter who you are, we have no idea who you are, but yes, as Aaron says, get them into us, bigrabshow.com forward slash weekly drone. That's where you can do it. Do you ever feel frustrated or stuck with your piping? Despite your huge investment of time, energy, money and passion, you thought you'd be further along by now. But you're struggling. Month after month, year after year to progress. Every piper deserves the feeling of true creative freedom every time they pick up their pipes. So why hasn't this happened for you? Why are you still stuck? At the Piper's Dojo, they've developed a step-by-step methodology called the Bagpipe Freedom Process that's proven to offer real solutions to get unstuck with your piping. For Big Rab Show listeners who'd like to try this process, we'd like to offer the Bagpipe Freedom Blueprint online course 100% free. The course is catered to your own individual strengths and weaknesses and offers a clear game plan to break free from bagpipe captivity. Whether your instrument just won't cooperate with you or your fingers are holding you back, clear-cut solutions lie ahead. To enrol in the Bagpipe Freedom Blueprint for free, simply visit dojouniversity.com forward slash bigrab or thebigrabshow.com forward slash dojo today. Right. Well, normally at this point on the show, I would go and get a cup of tea for a topic and stuff. But uh, this week, we're just delving straight into the news and updates, I think. So there's been quite a lot happening this past week in the piping scene. Um, I think, well, number one thing is that the Mid-Ulster solos here in Northern Ireland, the closing date for entries is now behind us. Uh, But we did get a little bit of an announcement from them on social media telling us that uh, tenor drummers and bass drummers to apply. Apparently, they had a bit of a lack of applicants for the solos. Uh, Aaron, you're a competitive bass drummer. Had you any interest in taking part in the solos yourself? Or I did have an interest, Rab. Um, I just couldn't commit to entering this time around. Mm. Based on the long layoff, etc., um, we have a whole change to our drum corps. And for me as a bass drummer, I have to, first of all, find somebody that can play the MSR. So, you know, if you're oh, picking yeah. David Ross of Rose Hall, if you're if you're picking Lord Alexander, you know, whatever your MSR is, you have to have a piper that can confidently play that. Or in my experience, having two pipers that can confidently play it. Yeah. Um, but then you also have to find a drummer 
you have to find somebody who can be a snare drummer for you who's going to play a snare drum score that you play a bass drum score to. And yeah. obviously you, you always sort of try and link it to your band scores. Um, so it's it's hard work trying to find it. And just at the moment with the summertime, July is traditionally that month where people take that little break, usually in a season. I know we've had such a break up to now, but people are obviously now just, first of all, they're only now getting to um, go and see family across yeah, the UK and Ireland. Mm-hmm. So people are haven't maybe spent a lot of time together as a family doing anything as a family or haven't been able to go anywhere over the last year because, yes, we were maybe in lockdown and some people were maybe working from home or, or not working at all if they were on, on a, a job retention um, scheme with the government, etc. just through the lockdown. But yeah. now that things are starting to get back to normal, and I, and I emphasize it's starting, mm-hmm. but there's the little things, the most important things to people, I think, are spending time with family uh, and getting back to that. Um, so those things are taking priority, I think, for a lot of people at the moment. And it's yeah. possibly just hard to get people peeled back into to competitive piping and drumming. And mm-hmm. whilst I commend uh, our branch in Northern Ireland for, 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 first of all, going through the last year uh, and now arranging this through the Mid-Ulster, um, mm-hmm. that, 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 is, that is great. And, and I will certainly most likely be there to support of the day. I don't even know if you're allowed to go. I don't know what the what the rules are with people going to spectate. I'm, I'm not too sure, but, you know, looking at the government's regulations changing, you know, if you can have what 50,000, 60,000 people in Wembley yeah. last week, oh. you can have full <laughs> center court at Wimbledon. I would say that we should be able to have the normal amount of people um, in mid Ulster outdoor because it's outdoor, but we don't know that mm. that remains to be seen. I think from that, that last post, on the 9th of July from the branch just for anybody who normally competes um, but hasn't entered is there any issues I noticed whenever I had logged in to my branch account it wasn't immediately clear to me where to go uh, and it, because I haven't done it for a year I mean you see I'm entering the yeah. band uh, and I know that one of the members of our band who was entering solos for the first time they didn't have the ability to enter the solos because they were not listed as a solo player although they had an account they didn't have it so it was a quick message to the branch secretary and it was sorted out in two minutes and 100 percent uh as far as i'm aware the the the, there's uh those people have entered in it so i don't know whether or not that's maybe what it was that people weren't really okay with how to do the entries yeah it's Um, a difficult one but I i think like you say for bass drummers and tenor drummers because they're you know, not just on their own. They need a snare drummer and a piper with them. Mm-hmm. The logistics of it is that bit more difficult. It know? is because you have to satisfy both ends of it. Yeah. If you're a piper, you're on your own. You're playing whatever set you want. If you're a, a snare drummer, you simply have to find somebody that's a piper that can play those tunes and those mm-hmm. tunes are written down. When you're playing a bass score, a bass score is usually written to work with a drum score. Mm-hmm. So you need somebody that can play that. And I think that's, it's one of those things that just makes it slightly harder. And as well as that, just trying to find, I, I live in Bangor, you know, or, you know, one side of Northern Ireland, the majority of people in my band live on the other side. And <laughs> I don't know if they're going to these solos, if they're competing at them. Mm. So you don't even want to, you don't know, because the ones that maybe are going, 
they will be competing themselves possibly. And you don't want to then say, could you do the duty of playing for me? Yeah, and that actually yeah. then could upset their own performances. So yeah, it's not easy yeah. for the bass and tenor. <laughs> no, definitely not. And well, you know, we hope that this is possibly, you know, just the slow rebuild, I suppose. You know, this is where we are. Things are more difficult now because we are building back so slowly. But we will get back to normality. You know, I can, I can rest assured for that fact, for sure. Now, I have to give a little bit of a plug for uh, Stuart Little. He posted on his social media on July 10th, and this thing went totally viral. Did you guys see this story from Pipe Major Stuart Little? I was out at the time, I think, whenever it came out, and I, and I haven't actually, I didn't want to listen to it on the phone. I wanted to wait until I got home, and then it kind of yeah. went out of my head just with the bank holiday weekend. So I will certainly go on there because um, it's really Mr. Little is... Cool. Uh, yeah. fantastic so i want to listen to it definitely now i know andrew yourself and i have spoken about this because i mentioned it on a previous podcast where and our Stuart little has composed a 6-8 tune to help celebrate the queen's platinum jubilee this is all happening next year and the tune itself is available uh you know Stuart has given it out for free you can download the sheet music and stuff and learn it and then you can get signed up is it battlesor.org and yeah. But what are your thoughts on the tune, Andrew? You've seen it yourself, and it's, it's really quite it's catchy. A nice, it's a nice tune. Like me and you, we had a wee go at a couple of parts, Rob. Well, uh, go at it, yeah. Gets, gets, <laughs> gets a wee bit trickier in the third part, doesn't it? Uh, Aye. Aye, it's a nice tune. It's, I want everybody to give a wee go, like, just... Definitely, yeah, and I, that's yeah, quite an enjoyable tune as well to play. But uh, for a learner like me, eh, maybe the third part, keep an eye on it. Um, but yeah, shout out to Stuart Little. <laughs> uh, for those of you who want to be involved in that celebration of the Queen's Platinum Jubilee, then this is a way to get involved. Uh, so just check out Stuart Little on social media. He's all the links there and everything for the music. He has a video of himself playing it as well. And yeah, it's fantastic. So go and check that out. Alrighty, I have to give a mention to Inverleithen Pipe Band. Go on, Inverleithen. Do any of you guys know anyone from Inverleithen? No? Nobody? Confess, I don't even know where it is. All right. <laughs> well, they are holding a virtual beating of the retreat, so you don't have to know where they are. It'll be online. <laughs> even be better. Uh, even put better, her, exactly. Put, put her in this up now. See, there you go. Throw it in your sat nav. You know where Inverleithen is. So Saturday, 17th of July at 7 p.m. on Inverleithen Pipe Band social media. And uh, yeah, you can tune in and get all sorts of tunage, I suppose. So yeah, shameless plug for you is no doubt there, folks. Moving swiftly on, I have to give a bit of a plug to Wasatchin District. On their social media uh, just last week, July 11th, they were involved in the Payson Scottish Festival. And they have all sorts of videos from both their grade five band and their grade two band as well. MSR sets, medley sets. They seem to be incredibly busy. I haven't seen much else footage from this competition. Um, Andrew, have you seen anything else from this contest? Only, only what was shared in the page there. Like, uh, it's, I, yeah, it's great. It's great seeing bands back at it. Like, and. Oh, it really is, yeah. you know. Alicia, have you any thoughts? We haven't seen any drum majoring action yet internationally. Are you aware of any competitions going on in drum majoring world? No, not yet, but we have been in contact with people around the world, haven't we, Aaron? Yes. Oh, <laughs> that, that leads into something later on in the, yes. in the conversation. Um, <laughs> we'll keep that under our hands. I suppose the, the only drum majors that I've seen competitive this year would have been the New Zealand. Championships oh, yeah, of course. Aye. back in, in March. Um, 
and I know that was March because it was my birthday. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we, uh, uh, um, I did watch the, the drum major um, contest there. Um, but that's basically it. And, and again, a big shout out to New Zealand Pipe Band Association, the Royal New Zealand Pipe Band Association for, again, being able to bring us a live stream. It was fantastic to be able to sit and it was watch so it. good, wasn't it? Like, and and that's yeah. one thing that we have. I think I've mentioned this on previous podcasts. That I think associations are starting to see the value of live streaming now. You know, when you see New Zealand streaming it around the world, absolutely. I mean, nothing takes away from being there in person. Yeah, yeah um, of course. But you know, certainly our own home association in the UK, um, the Irish Pipe Band Association um, in Ireland. Um, and then the local branches, they they could possibly embrace um, technology a bit more because I don't feel that it's going to take away from the enthusiasts who do go weekly to local yeah. competitions. But you think about it logically, people around the world want to see pipe bands during our competitive season. They can't be, they can't just give up three months of their lives and come to the UK and stay and, and take in the contest like we're lucky to do. Yeah. So, yeah, we need to be able to sort of bring that to the wider audience and build the profile. That's it indeed. And I don't know about you guys, but throughout the pandemic, all of last year, I have been forever delving into the archives of old videos on YouTube and stuff. And just, yeah, that was been my piping fix for the year, you know. Um, but as you say, Aaron, there's, there's nothing beats being there in person. But uh, if you can't be there in person, then the live stream is the way to go. Yeah. Um, Andrew, what are your feelings on the whole live streaming issue now in 2021? Where do you think we are with it? Um, I really like, uh, we, remember we had a wee, wee Facebook group discussion. I, I really liked what uh, Aaron was saying, mentioned one time about, it was, it was I, I feel very much the same. Um, hmm. Like, uh, like looking at all these, your live streams and like recordings as well. Like, and it's, it's such a great archive you know like yeah. and yeah. like even say 10 years from now and like you could look back and and look at the bands but the thing is like uh we were discussing like uh it, it really the, the best record or like the very high quality recording seems to be mostly grade one and, and things like that there or like, that's yeah. true and that's yeah. it and I've, i feel that's what i was saying down there in that chat was that we need to be documenting yeah the successes, the highs and the lows of of pipe bands. Um, it, it's hard for me because I can go back and, and see the last 10 years of grade one performances on, on the BBC's website. I know that that's maybe not mm-hmm. able to be even seen outside the UK, um, but this is our product and our association yeah. is built on our bands and drum majors. So it's our product to, to showcase um, and we need to showcase it more. And specifically, as we, me and Andy were talking about, was there's very, very little documentation of the lower graded bands. I mean, I can't yeah. turn around and say, oh, let me go back and see what medley Tully Lagan played in, in the 4A final, you know, in so whatever year when they were in that grade. I can't even look at them and compare, um, mm. you know, where they are at now. And And I think that's... There's some, there were some great, great performances over the years, and and the lower graded bands are very, very, very important. I know a lot of people can get, you know, 
tired listening to the same map tunes, the same MSRs over and over again. But um, but but that's the future, hopefully, of piping as well. So you have to say, and I, I think it will be great. I think as technology moves on now, you know, there's no footage really of, of pipe bands from the 1950s. And it would be interesting to yeah. see what it was like back then versus what it's like now. And I think we really have got to that point in 2021 where we need to embrace technology and we need to do an awful lot more. And it shouldn't be up to individuals to basically document pipe bands on their own personal Facebook and YouTube channels. It should be up to the collective unit, which is the RSPBA that we're all members of. Yeah, to take up the mantle. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it, I know ourselves on Fuse with our radio show that we do over there every week. Uh, We've two hours of a live radio show, and we try to cram it full of music. And we do get criticism that we don't play music from lower grade bands, and there's a very good reason for that: is that it's incredibly difficult to find good recordings of them. You know, you could look for any band below grade two, and it's insanely difficult to try and get a good quality audio recording of a lower grade band. And uh, yeah, I don't know, maybe in future, you know, we'll do what we can on the Big Rab Show to help with that, you know, I don't know, perhaps sticking a microphone on 4B and seeing what happens. But uh, yeah, I don't know. As far as stuff, even pre-90s, it's very difficult to get recordings uh, and all of that. Even from the drum majoring aspect, Alicia, is there much kind of historical drum majoring footage available online? No, not really. Now, I know Roger Young's brother, Andy Young, had uploaded a few. The likes of watching John Noble from Scotland, um, Mm. Roger, Alistair Patterson, Alan McBride, all them old hands that obviously hold the title of world champion. Yeah. Even to see what their ability was back then, what kind of flourishes it on what way did they do their about turns like at the end of the day these ones are standing with the pen and piece of paper judging mm. us and as a competitor you want to see what they were like and what their expectations is now because obviously drum major has evolved so much over the years and yeah. completely different what their style of drum major was to what they expect of us today mm-hmm. um so there's very very little to be honest with you um just those that maybe have their own personal recordings and like we, sh- we should be encouraging them to put them on YouTube to, so that people can go back and have a wee look. Definitely, I did. I did try. I did try to document personally as many of the drum major yes, contests um, mm-hmm. last in the last season that we competed. But from my point of view, you know, it, it's trying to compete as a drum major, trying to play in a grade two band, and trying to record. And it got yeah. to the point where. <laughs> Things were, you know, um, they were sort of, you know, clashing. And it meant then that, you know, I had other people with me, you know, if, if Rory was with me for the day, you know, I was saying to him, right, I'm going over here to practice. Could you go and record that next heat for me? And it was meant that he was then being sort of stuck doing something that he wasn't there for. He was there to support me and to see me playing. He wasn't there to watch drum majors no, and record yeah. for me, you know. And as I've said to you before, Rob, it's a lonely existence when you're just a man stuck behind a camera the whole day. <laughs> but again, sure, there's yeah. there's no reason why but. our association couldn't invest some of the money that we have basically brought in over the last two decades and, and invest into something like that or or, or employ 
an outside company to come in and actually live stream or record all the different events. I mean, you think about it logically. On World's Day on Saturday, you get a live stream from Arena One. And that's great if you've got Grade Two or the juveniles playing in Arena One. Mm -hmm. But if it's just Grade One bands, that's all you get. It's as if the other eight, nine arenas don't exist. Yeah. Apologies. Sorry, my... um... My call there cut off, so I've probably interrupted Aaron during that. Now, what I was saying there was from the RSPBA's perspective, it's very difficult to be recording individually or as a major heat because them um, children are under the age of 18. They, can, they come under the child protection policy. Yeah. So you would have to have permission of audio. So mm. years ago, it was agreed that if you are recording that you only record yourself. But if you're over the age of 18, then you're obviously open. You're in a public park. So mm. you can be recorded. So for the likes of, I'm just using certain drum major classes, they would only record their students in that class for to see where they've went wrong and stuff like that. So yes. you would never have had a whole scope of the four drum majors marching up the arena because under child protection, they couldn't do that. So I think mm-hmm. if they were going to do that moving forward at the start of the year, you know, that there would be a disclaimer, you fill in a form and you know that you're being open to that. Maybe some people just wouldn't be willing to, to sign their child up to that because... Well, I, I feel that they shouldn't the have the option. Lie. I feel that there shouldn't be the option and and I would actually, um, I, I thought about this before and I've asked this, the reason why we don't have recordings of, of, of juvenile bands and I was given that it was child protection. I don't buy it because you know going out to compete, you're competing in the public domain in front of an audience. If that is being recorded, then it's different. The, the child protection comes whenever it's a private setting. But but the fact is that, that child puts on a uniform or their mother and father dresses and puts them in a uniform and makes them go out in front of an entire audience. So recording that doesn't make any real big differences to me on that one. So I think really yeah. that needs to be looked at further to, yes, to really I clarify suppose, it. I, I can see where you're coming from because you're in the public domain. But when it is a recording of a child, you don't know where that recording will end up in the privacy of somebody's home because it's a recording and what way it will be used. So for that reason, I can understand why that decision would be made because it's a further net of protection. I'm looking at it from a parental, you know, me having now a child to understand that. But I also do understand that if you're participating in a public event, um, you know, we're, we're just over a couple of days here creating season in Northern Ireland there will be people that have been participating in parades and obviously there'll be footage and you don't know every Tom, Dick and Harry standing on the road that has taken that footage and that footage where it land up so I suppose I do see Aaron's point of view when you're participating in a public event then that kind of comes with the territory but also the branch at a point did make a decision to put the child protection I think it's like in the back page of the programs, if I'm right in saying, yeah. or a page in the programs like to yeah. say about mm-hmm. data protection and and recording audio uh, stuff. So I suppose for bands, it's slightly different. As you say, Rob, you just put a mic on the arena. It doesn't have to be visual, but it no. could be sound recording. Yeah. For a drum major, that doesn't work because it's a sexy band playing for you. It needs to be yeah. visual. 
exactly. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of bands. podcast someday, isn't it? Plenty of bands out there that would rather their six eights weren't heard ever again. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, it is something I think needs to be looked at because um, you're taking part in the day. You know, there, there is basically an implied consent that you will be used. I mean, the RSPBA also have it in their disclaimer, as far as I'm aware, that they can take pictures and those pictures, they can use those pictures however they want to. And I absolutely agree. It's their event. They're organizing it. You're taking part and you signed up to their event. They should have the free reign to then use footage and photographs as they see fit in the promotion and furthering of piping, drumming and drum majors. Um, it's, it's a bit different whenever we look at things like the Streamgate argument back in the, the older times. That is more from a point of view of it puts one person under pressure. You know, it's it's yeah. they, they don't have anywhere to hide. And, and, a, and a musician, as Alicia alluded to earlier, there's a difference between a drum major who's used to being out there on their own and looking after themselves and it's their performance versus somebody who's usually in a band setting. The That's whole band totally goes down. If they're yeah. on their own in a solo performance and you just don't want anything to jeopardize them. So that, again, is something that can be looked at. I, I, I have no problems with anybody videoing me in a solo performance. Um even if it's bad, I don't care. You know, at least it's documented. <laughs> I can always go back and cringe at how bad it was. I mean, yeah. I, I I made that, I, I, I had that slip up at Moira a few years ago where in the middle of the Stras Bay, I decided to throw my bass drumstick over my shoulder. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Luckily, yeah. luckily, I didn't take out any piper behind me. I was thankful <laughs> that I didn't put them off. But again, yeah. it's, it's sort of one of those pipe band feels that's remembered. And, and I'm pleased to stand up and say yeah that was me yeah. I laugh about it. it there was nothing you could do about it it was just one of those things that happens and <laughs> I, I was a live streamer for that absolutely I, I, tried, yeah. I, tried, I tried to zoom into the wee oh thanks thanks very much can i just mention can i just mention not one beat was missed ah uh, see there you go professional to the end uh, yeah. But no doubt the live streaming debate and everything, as much as we're debating it here on the show, I have to say that we 100% adhere to any RSPBA ruling. You know, we certainly don't ride Ruxia over what they've decided. Uh, we do work quite closely with the association in producing any of our content. So if they let us film, great. If not, then also great. We're just doing as we're told. We're here to help. <laughs> So, yeah, that could be a future topic of the week there, folks. You know, we could talk about this forever. But, uh, right, we have to fly on. There's got loads more news that dropped this past week. The British Drum Company is a young player in the drumming world that has established its reputation as a manufacturer of exceptional drum kits. And it's now turning its attention to the bagpiping world. The world of pipe band drumming is represented by the Axial Range. Launched in August 2019 with innovative features developed alongside British Drum Co. International Marching Specialist Jim Kilpatrick, MBE. The stunning Axial Range was then selected by the Grade 1 Drum Corps of Glasgow Police Pipe Band for the 2020 season. British Drum Co. drums are all handmade, made by craftsmen in Stockport in the UK. The build quality and attention to every detail is second to none, contributing to British Drum Co.'s reputation as artisan makers of some of the finest drums available today. These drums are available only through approved British Drum Co. specialist dealers. For more information on all British Drum Co. products, please visit BritishDrumCo.com or follow on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. The British Drum Company. 
Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. Um, have any of you guys seen the recent content from Stephen Shedden on Shed Drum? Uh, he uploaded a video recently of him doing all sorts of uh, stick tricks and stuff. Have, have any of you seen this? No, I haven't seen this one. Anything that Stephen Shedden does is absolutely brilliant. It's insane. Magic. The guy could come out and, and, and mark time, and I would still think it was shit. <laughs> yeah, it did well, too. Oh, it's mad. There's a video he put up here. It was called Trick Lick. And he's asking people to have a go at this, uh, where he gets a drumstick and places it on his arm, and he's playing like two sticks on one arm. I don't know how the heck he's doing it. But uh, yeah, shout out to Stephen Shedden this week, who suitably impressed me this week with his uh, stick tricks. They're absolutely brilliant. So yeah, shout out to you. All right, I have to give a mention to the Atlanta Pipe Band. Go on, Atlanta! The reason I'm I'm giving them a shout is because they are busy in recruitment mode. They're looking for both pipers and drummers. Regardless of your capability, uh, they do want to hear from you. So if you want to take up the challenge, lift the sticks or the channel for the first time, then contact them. Uh, They have all their social medias, as always. They have Twitter, Facebook, the website, of course. So go and check out the Atlanta Pipe Band. They want to hear from you. Alrighty, now I have to give a little bit of a mention for a brand new app that has appeared. Have you guys seen this new story? It's called Real Ear. Andrew, you like your gadgets kind of like me. Uh, have you heard of this app? Yeah, I've seen, seen that there recently, but I, I haven't signed up for anything yet, but I, it seems quite interesting. It does, it I, seems. I, yeah. I, I don't really quite get it yet, you know. I, I, need, a, I need to try it and see what, what is it about, you know. It says it's a brilliant app for tuning or something, but... It's, yeah, it seems to be wanting to help people learn how to learn tunes by ear. And I think it's kind of assisting people with recognizing pitch. Now, th- this is from a company based in Valencia in Spain. And uh, you know, that, it doesn't deal in notation, but it deals in pitches. And think it's absolutely fascinating. Aaron, have you heard anything about this app called I Real Ear? haven't at all, but I, I am furiously looking at it now for the purposes of the podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I think it's probably something that I'm going to defer to to Andy's experience in because Andy has been uh, a font of knowledge to me over the last year when we were talking about tuning and pitches and how yeah. instruments and specifically pipes are tuned and and I'm learning a lot from from his experiences as as a piper um, so Andy you have to check it all out tell us all about it I, w- I would really love I would really love an app out there if you know you know when you know for a young player trying to like lock on the drones and stuff and like really trying to lock on the harmonics really and like uh, mm. to that fine tuning like i'm sure there's some sort of like ear training i wonder if this has anything to do with it but like i'd I imagine i'd imagine even you could make a wee game out of it in an app like for pipers any app makers oh, yeah. out there and like you, you have a pitch mm-hmm. and you have to you you can maybe have one pitch going and you don't know what pitch it is but you have to guess you have to play another pitch and like well, bring it in, you know, lower. like yeah. locking your tenor in, you know, like you, you can hear the harmonics oh. and that we, there's a word for it, that we wavery noise if you're getting close yes. and it gets slower. And, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you, hear, you hear it in the, the airplane, like mm-hmm. engines as well, you know, when they're slightly different velocities and stuff and the, the lock yeah. in, it, it locks into one pitch, you know, rather than that sort of wow, wow sort of noise. Like, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
totally say like you, know, but I you know were exactly you were you one mean. heard out or not point one heard out you know like or something yeah. <laughs> it just shows you the complexities involved in in pipe band music like i mean yeah it it, it is just never ending and i take my hat off to any of our musicians across pipes and drums that can stand and listen to a band playing and tell us, oh, those Fs aren't great, or oh, yeah, oh, that, I don't know how those high Gs. I'm saying, oh, listen, <laughs> the high Gs going. It sounds perfect, but obviously not perfect enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there is a, a direct quote here, actually, from the founder who created this app. He says, "All musicians can now train themselves to hear, sing, and play any pitch, not just the limited sonic soundscape of the twelve tones and equal temperament." whatever that means apparently there is like bagpipe presets on here that you can use and train your ear to learn perfect pitch and then be able to tune yourself accordingly and also learn tunes there is a free 15-day trial so i think i'm going to be signing up for this just out of curiosity well that there that there were perfect pitch that, that does not relate to somebody that can name an, an a specific like yes. pitch just by hearing it, you know, like some people can do it in the piano and you're like many notes you got in there, they would say like octave two F sharp. They would, yeah. they would, they would sing it to be you. somebody uh, with perfect yeah. pitch, you know, maybe it's, it's just somebody who is, yeah, has learned that. And it, I was watching some YouTube videos on this the other day and there isn't a million people in the world that can say that they have perfect pitch. It, and, mm. and what that video also pointed out was that it's actually a lot harder, if I'm remembering it, a lot harder for somebody as an adult to learn those skills versus it being drilled into somebody when they're very young, they get, um, you know, they, they can sort of pick it up, grasp this very quickly and it stays with them. Then they, they develop this. So it was very interesting. One of those nights when you just get lost sitting watching YouTube videos. (laughs) I love those. Yeah. So for folks out there interested, go and check it out. It's real ear and that's R E E L ear. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be signing up to this just out of blind curiosity. You know, me as a drummer trying to learn perfect pitch, this will be good crack. So, <laughs> but uh, Andrew, you're, as, you're doing you're doing rightly in the pipes now. Ah, uh, well, I certainly haven't got perfect anymore. pitch. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think it's definitely going to be worth checking out. You know, for anyone curious, and if anyone loves their gadgets like I do, you know, why not have a play with it? You know. LoneStarPiper.com, your one-stop shop for all of your piping and drumming needs. Thanks to the continued support of their friends and customers throughout the years, Lone Star Piper is now the official retailer for R.G. Hardy in the United States of America. From custom hand-sewn Gallic-themed kilts and uniforms to R.G. Hardy and Henderson bagpipes, LoneStarPiper.com has you covered from head to toe. With R.G. Hardy's extensive line of products, they have everything you need to be successful on or off the grass. If you have any questions about any of the products they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com, helping champions look and sound their best. Okay, moving on to the next news story. I have to give a mention, a brief mention, that is, to the Competitive Pipers Association. They have a brand new flashy website. Yeah. So for those of you interested in the Competitive Pipers Association and all of their details of their competitions, details on grading, how to register, all of that, it's now on a brand new flashy website, competingpipers.com. So for those of you out there who are part of it, 
do yourself a favor, go and check out the website. There's a lot of real interesting information on there for upcoming competitions and such. And uh, yeah, just go and check it out. Shameless plug for a brand new website. All right, we have to talk about Piping Live. I know it seems a bit shameless because we've been doing nothing but talk about Piping Live, but the early bird tickets... Uh, I think are available up until tomorrow as we're recording this. So this is the 14th today. I think the early bird tickets end on the 15th. So depending on when you're listening to this, you may well have missed the early bird ticket opportunity. Uh, but has anyone seen the Pipe and Live party packs? Have you guys seen no. these? No. Pipe and Live party packs? Let me see if I can find them. Uh, they have streamers. They have cups available. They have posters and all for you to put around your room. There's like all sorts of stuff and it's 15 quid. And basically you can decorate your whole room and have a pipe and live party. You know, for those who can't be there. And uh, yes, I think I've already purchased one. So yeah, I'm a, a bit sad. I would like buy <laughs> posters and stuff for my wall. Oh, pipe and live. So go and check out the pipe and live website and uh, yeah, go and purchase your party pack. And if you're in luck and you're listening to this pod early enough, then you can go and get your early bird tickets as well. So we will be doing a full Big Rab Show Pipe and Live breakdown where we're going to give you our recommendations day by day uh, because the Pipe and Live Festival runs over a series of days. It's going to be quite busy. And uh, we just had notes actually recently saying that Pipe and Live is going to have physical in-person events. Now, we don't know what exactly those days are yet. We, you know, we are still waiting on them, but they do have confirmed that it will be in indoor venues and they'll have a limited audience. Uh, so quite an exciting announcement we were hoping for such an announcement but yes we now have it so thank you pipe and live uh, we're just now waiting with bated breath to see what those events will be uh, so yes you'll have to purchase tickets for them and to be there in person and numbers will be strictly limited and all sorts of social distancing measures masks and all that stuff will all be provided so yeah i think as soon as we know more information on this and exactly what events in Pipe and Live will be in person, then we'll definitely let you know. But we are expecting some of the bigger events like the Silver Chanter, possibly the International Quartets. The International Quartets aren't happening this year. I think they're going to be holding a bit of a pipe band quartet competition instead. And I think we have seen some details here saying that Inverary and Shots and Johnstone are going to be involved in this. So we don't have the international element, but we do have some of our grade one big guns still taking part in a bit of a quartet pipe band competition type of thing anyway very long story short pipe and live go to check the website full listings ourselves in the big rab show we'll be going through it in detail in the future podcast so yeah go and check it out for all of your information now have you guys seen this story from the veil of athol pipe band where they have unveiled a brand new uniform have you seen this oh no and i'm very interested oh i like it do oh, you I like, like it. Yeah, oh, I'm just like showing it. them a photograph here. The Vale of Athol pipe band were at an event there at Monday past. And yes, the band were all kitted out in a brand new uniform. I have to say, it looks class. I love it. So yeah, for those of you interested, go and check out the Vale of Athol on social media or on their website. Of course, they have published all the photographs of the band in their brand new kit. And it looks brilliant. I think the Tartan... Um, let me see. It's the Murray of Ath- Murray of Athol Tartan. I can just about yeah, talk. They had worn the McNaughton Tartan um, for a long were, time. Was, I think it was due to their sponsorship at the time because they had obviously many different sponsors over the years. Scott Rail, um, right, but I think yeah. it was McNaughton 
themselves, whatever you know that company is, they were a sponsor, and maybe that's why yeah. they had wore them. There you uh, go. But no, that's that's nice. Certainly, actually, it, it looks it. very up to date. Definitely, and they look really sharp. So go and check them out, you know, and draw your own conclusions. Where's my wee thing? At? Ach, I've lost my hooter thing. But yeah, go and draw your own conclusions. But I definitely love it. I love these brand new kilts and the tunics and that too. And the black sparns mm-hmm. and the off oh, class. Class. That's all, that's all I'm going to say. Class. <laughs> all right. I have to give a mention to pipesdrums.com who published a bit of a news story just today, actually, as we're recording this week's podcast. They have a part of an interview series with the brand new president of Pipe Bands Australia, Ainsley Hart. Now, to say that Ainsley has taken on a huge role will be an understatement. Uh, as you guys know, Pipe Bands Australia have had quite difficult times over the years. Uh, they've had all sorts of financial problems. One of their biggest grade one bands, you know, got suspensions and there was lawsuits and all sorts of craziness over there in Pipe Bands Australia. And um, yeah, I think Ainsley's only really been in the job now for six months and we get to hear his thoughts on where the association is in Australia at the moment and what his hopes are for the future. Really quite fascinating. I'm not going to spoil the video. There is a video of the interview and everything, and there's an article about it as well. Uh, really quite fascinating. Uh, what do you guys think about what's happening at the moment in Pipe Bands Australia? Andrew, have you any thoughts of what's happening down under? <coughs> oh, no. That's a, that's, a, that's a good summary, mate. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. No, no that's, that's great. Uh, I, I really hope hope things go go well in in there and, and stuff. And yeah, got good. Be good. Hear some good news and and like put that bit of past behind them and stuff like that. There. So I think really that's hope, it. Uh, yeah. Ainsley Hart does well. I think what well, the way Ainsley is talking is that he's very much wanting to draw a line under what happened before and that he's very much looking towards the future. And Aaron, you mentioned earlier actually about watching some of the piping action from down under and how that's unfolding. Now, I know it doesn't fall under Australia. We were watching New Zealand earlier, you know, the New Zealand Championships. But, uh, you know, how do you th- see things developing now in Pipe Bands Australia? Well, it, well first and foremost, it's, it's good to see that their association is getting back on track. Um, mm. Obviously, uh, as you've just said there about the uh, last few years, um, they've been quite trying, would be the word. Yeah. Um, so from that point of view, it's good to see that there is now somebody new um, ready to take on the reins and, and obviously steer their association. But again, I've, I've, I've brought this up many times, you know, a pipe band association is its members. It's its member bands. Um, That's true. And, and they need to collectively work as bands across all of Pipe Bands Australia um, together under under the, the leadership and guidance of Ainsley now uh, in bringing it forward. I mean, the, we just want them to succeed. Uh, yeah. And certainly I would like to see... Um, Australia uh, succeeding, obviously, um, part of the Commonwealth uh, and and very uh, big historic links to the United Kingdom. So um, our, our, we would call them <laughs> our, 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 closest, our, our closest neighbours that are the furthest away, but 
no i i definitely wish them every success going forward and and yeah we we they take take Ainsley's point you know let's draw a line under it obviously they have learned from those issues and obviously they'll be putting things in place to to go forward and and make sure that doesn't happen again and things like that and 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 that's really what any association needs to do is to learn from mistakes and and also have that ability to collectively work together for change to make things better and and I think sometimes that's sometimes lacking in some of the associations around the world um that that there is a reluctance to change to modernize to move forward because it's the unknown and it's it's scary but um certainly i hope that they have many great years ahead of them exactly we wish them well and honestly we would direct you to pipestrums.com we're not going to spoil the whole thing Uh, if you are interested in what's happening there in pipe and australia who knows we might talk more about this in a future pod as it develops uh but we do think it's a little bit premature to be chatting to him he's only been in the role for six months you know what can really happen in six months do you know what i mean uh but at the same time it's quite fascinating to know the direction where he's wanting to take the association and in a direct quote from the article it actually says here that he mentions the importance of flawless and modern communication and the need to serve the needs of the members do you know what I mean? Oh, there's that, that just that is just appealing to me immediately <laughs> see what i mean big yeah. buzzword communication i bang on about this with everybody yep. communication is one of the most important tools to pipe bands communication communication 100 you know? and it's even more important for them for being down under for being so far away from the uk which is you know essentially where the world is every year <laughs> you know what i mean the hub of the piping scene so yeah we wish ainsley the best of luck and it's honestly a fascinating interview series by pipestrums.com they've published part one uh, they're going to be publishing part two hopefully in the next coming days uh, go and check it out. No doubt, once the whole series is finished, we'll talk more about this in the future. McClellan Bagpipes from North American artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan. From Uist in Scotland, they adhere to the highest traditions of Scottish bagpipe making, using the finest materials, employing bespoke design, and committing to constant innovation and evolution including exciting new products such as the Elevation Chanter, plus restoration work on vintage bagpipes for the next generation. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McClellan Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. All right, now, Alicia, do you want to give this a bit of a plug then? Matt Boyd Memorial Pipe Band are holding a table quiz in the Royal Hotel in Cookstown and it's on Saturday the 7th of August yeah. um, and it's starting at 8pm <laughs> so obviously with COVID and stuff like that the maximum team is 6 please stay early and it's £5 mm-hmm. pound per, per person and I know that all the guys in Matt Boyd would really appreciate the support um, so definitely get there there you go. We have, we have to we have to give them a shout. Go on, the map boy. Yeah. yeah, come yeah. on, I'll there you go. give them a shout out. It's brilliant to see, you know, bands here in Northern Ireland are starting to fundraise again. You know, it's almost as good to see them playing as, as much as fundraising. Do you know what I mean? Because all through the pandemic, bands, not just Matt Boy, but all over Northern Ireland and the UK haven't been able to fundraise at all. So this is huge. So it is. So Alicia, this is a night out, you know? <laughs> I know. Actually, there's a couple of girls I'm friendly with. They used to play the tenor drum. Their family's still in Mapoid. And 
was actually thinking of messaging Claire and Lynn to put a table together for uh, a girls' night out for a bit of crack. Like, will be no use at it, but sure, it's just a matter of seeing everybody and things like that. Exactly. And uh, hopefully by next season, you'll see their new umbrellas up on show. Oh, there you <laughs> the go. umbrellas in their class. so that's all happening 7th of august then the royal hotel in cookstown fantastic stuff for more information go and check out matt boyd memorial social media they've all the details up there now go and check it out Alrighty, now i have to get flying on to the next news story if i can just find it well of course it was the 12th of july here in northern ireland and we mentioned it at the very beginning of the show and i have to say bands throughout northern ireland of yeah have been gathering together again and parading as a result of the 12th of july now they're not competing but they are still out and functioning and i have to say it was fantastic to see all sorts of bands from around the north you know getting together and playing again you know i have to give a shout then to bally breast pipe bands and listen to mulligan pipe band as well they had all sorts of videos online of them playing and stuff it was just brilliant uh so alicia and aaron well was klaus keller matt boyd out in action on the 12th day Matt Boyd was out um, on the 12th day um, and they I think they actually had something in Pomeroy. They have a wee fees there in Pomeroy, so I know they were doing a lot of family things down there on the 12th day. Um, I was actually out with my B accordion band. Um, and it's funny you're saying there about not to pipe bands out. Um, mm-hmm. I was at a couple of grades just before the 12th day and a couple of the drum majors I teach, two of them are in... Hollymount band, if anybody's oh, heard right, Hollymount. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And two mm-hmm. of these drum majors came walking up the street. It looks so grown up, like proper wee teenage girls now. Um, a wee bit of makeup and all on with their baby, and then they were blowing a set go. of pipes. And just like, what? What's going on? <laughs> and then you mentioned this mulligan there, Emily Johnson. I think she came forth in the world there the last time. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's piping now too. But I think we still have love for drum major. But obviously through lockdown, learning an instrument why not if you can double job go for it there you know. exactly so it's been fantastic to see bands back on the road again and uh Aaron, even from Klaus Kelt point of view there's a photograph online from the development band of Klaus yeah, Kelt so it was very pleasing to see the Klaus Kelt development pipe band um just for anybody who hadn't kept up um as Klaus Welt Klaus Welt nearly can speak as Klaus Kelt um obviously came from Grade 4B um, back in 2011, was it? And and Mm -hmm. now we've rose to Grade 1. We collectively as an organisation took the decision uh, two years ago um, to then basically form a development pipe band, um, which was to give more emphasis to local players uh, Mm -hmm. and younger children. Um, uh, And and really, we are... We are two separate bands uh, uh, because obviously they're they're two very different things, yes. um, but we obviously support each other. Um, and it's been a very very hard um, year, obviously for everybody, but mm. specifically when the development band had had really just started to really get its regular practices going, etc. So um, I was immensely proud to see um, that despite COVID and the fact that there was very little ability to practice. Yeah. that they managed to field uh, the band uh, on their first outing. And it, it was just great to see that so many young children um, 
basically getting their their first steps into pipe bands. Um, obviously, there's a, a lot more uh, practicing now can can start taking part. Um, but it was great to see their very first outing, and I'm sure um, everybody will wish them well. Um, big shout out to Robert Hanna. Uh, who has, yeah who has has, has worked yeah. tirelessly and his wife Oline uh who take, took on the role as their band secretary and does an awful lot behind the scenes and supporting it and and Klaus Kelt grade one's own president uh is Leslie Hanna um and also he he is heavily involved with them and it was good to see them all out so yeah, yeah. um I was I personally think- happy to see I, I went out um on on the 12th um to my local parade in Bangor um, because that was the the message from um, the Orange Institution, which was to have the the twelfth near home go to your own one. So I was very pleased in 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 Bangor to see uh, Cleland Memorial Pipe Band out uh, oh, parading. Yes, Cleland, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and also it was it was absolutely wonderful to see um, Cotton Pipe Band uh, oh, also out. So brilliant. I was originally in Cotton when I first joined Pipe Band, so it was good to see them out leading the parade in Bangor. Um, yeah, no, I know the 12th of July obviously has its political connotations and everything, but for ourselves here on the Big Rab Show, we're focused on the piping and we're just so happy to see bands getting back in action again, you know. Rab, I have to give a wee shout out to the gig in Memorial. They just had drums um, presented to them their last Thursday night. They had oh, dedications really? and new drums, so they actually were out on the 12th and the 13th um Mm-hmm. Love Brickland, and then they came to Banbridge, so I was able to see some of them, some of the old hands um, ah, back in. Them. Um, so yeah, it was good, good to see them all putting together. So I think when it's in the blood, it's in the blood, music and piping and stuff. So that's it, exactly. You know, yeah. to too. I forgot to mention the Gagan, and uh, yeah, there's there's a good few members of Class Cal Grade One that are members of the Gagan Memorial. So um, yeah. they were all out, and again. I'll echo Alicia's big shout out. It's great to see them working together and getting the band going and, and with their new drums. It, it's good yeah. to see them. And also it. also a new bass drum head, which I may or may not have had a involvement in designing. Oh, there we go. Get a plug <laughs> in there. Yeah, get a wee plug in there, Aaron. Yep. <laughs> All right. I have to talk about the Belfast International Tattoo. And I know folks are going to be sick of hearing me talking about it. There's the tattoo and piping live that I'm going on and on and on about. But uh, the Belfast Tattoo put out an announcement recently, specifically about a drum major display team. Uh, Alicia, did you see anything about this? Yes, yeah, so I knew this was going ahead anyway previously. So mm. um, I know Jason Price is the senior drum major this year. I think Emma Barr had done it previously. Yes. So it's Jason's turn um, to do it. So Jason's putting it together along with Emma Barr and Lauren Hanna. I know they've only selected a certain amount of drum majors. Um, I think there's different classes represented mm-hmm. um, in it. So yeah, they're going to be doing a drum major uh, display team. I think I was in it the last time. Um, that we had a drum major display team. So they normally go and practice in um, Armagh. Yeah, they're like practicing, a, practicing this weekend. Their, their first practice, as far as I'm aware, they're furiously working now that regulations have allowed to, to mm-hmm. get all the preparations underway for that. I, I think for anybody going to watch it, it, it's very difficult to do a lot of work in it because the heat of the lighting is crazy. Yeah. And then because it's a nice rink, it's 
it's like plastic covering on the floor, so it's quite bumpy. You get a like a feedback when you're marching on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then obviously you've nerves because you've got a crowd too, and the lighting when you're throwing a mace in the air, which has got two shiny bits at each end, um, <laughs> sparkling in the light can be be quite difficult. So yeah. um, definitely give them an extra wee cheer on the night. Ah, uh, for sure. I think we'll really appreciate it. Definitely. So again, I'm going to give it a plug, but you know, this is fantastic to see this event is happening and we really need to get behind it and support it if we can. So BelfastInternationalTattoo.com, that's where you go. Or you can go to the SSE Arena box office, of course, and that's where you get your tickets. And you can go and give uh, Senior Drum Major Jason Price a bit of a shout then from the stands. Come on, Jason, you legend. Happy days. All right. Now, I have to mention there was a bit of a composing competition, Andrew. I think me and you had chatted about this briefly, but uh, have we any more detail? I think there is a composing competition that's happening at the moment with PPBSO. Is that right? Sure. The Pipe and Pipers and Pipe Band Association of Ontario. I think yes. it's their 75th anniversary on the. <clears throat> Boys, I, I, I keep it brief here because I'll probably get it wrong unless I'm reading it. But uh, I think <laughs> members members of that association, um, they, they, they're asked to compose a 4-4 march, I think, or something like that there. But yeah. like for others outside that association, I think it's open for anybody to try to compose a four-part 2-4 march. Mm-hmm. And uh, yep. I was reading there, like the prize for first place is $1,000. And like, uh, in total, like, I think you get first, second, and third place, and your second and third place would be made up of another four hundred and fifty pound, whatever way that's split up. Yeah. Um, but it's such a huge incentive to to go like oh, sure. But I, I think at the closing date's very soon. I see. So, of course, we'll ask you to go and check the websites and stuff for all of your full information. But we just wanted to briefly mention it. Uh, For any of you composers out there who love putting together either a 4-4 or 2-4 march, then definitely go and check it out. And as you mentioned there, Andrew, some of the prize money, not to be sneezed at, you know, for writing a tune. That's quite impressive. Uh, Reading there, it's been judged by Bill Livingstone and Bob Worrell. The legends. Yeah. Deadline entries, 18th of July. So not far away. Not far away. And this is the 14th now. Yeah, we're recording this. So definitely go check it out. For those of you who are composers and like putting tunes together, go ahead. Go and do that now (laughs) by way of a shameless plug. All right, folks. I have to say that's pretty much it for this week then. Um, I have to say for more details on what's happening with Pipe and Live and everything, again, we have to point you in the direction of the Pipe and Live website pipeandlive.co.uk. I know we kind of very briefly glanced over the details, but there is more details available on their website, plus all of your ticketing information as well. Uh, So that's all available there. Now, ourselves on the Big Rab Show team, we have an announcement of our own to make. Now, this last while, I'm sure you guys might have heard that we're putting together a bit of an event called the Beer Tent. And we've been working at it now for what feels like years, but it's only been a few weeks. (laughs) So, um, Andrew, how has preparations been going for the beer tent? Aye. Right, aye. We're getting, getting put a wee deadline on for uh, quite a lot of people were invited. We have. Quite, quite oh, a list. It's, it's, it's going to be some 
lineup like, but I would just you know. But there are a few we can confirm. Is there? Is there Rob? There is. There is indeed. So, Aaron, I'll let you introduce the first act. Then, uh, so this is actually quite huge because we've been kind of keeping this close to our chest for now. We haven't said who's playing at it or what's happening. But yeah, big Rob show beer tent, fourteenth of August. Who's going to be the first act, Aaron, that we can announce? Well, the first act that we can announce, and 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 it really plays back to, I, I, I think back to a weekly drone that we had about a year or so ago, that mm-hmm. we didn't give enough spotlight to drum majors. Yeah. Um. So you'd be pleased to know that this year's bear tent, we do have um a um performance by uh what we say a lot of drum majors. Uh, I think at the last count we're. 38 of the last count uh, and there's still some more adding in um, so that um, will be a collective effort from drum majors and they're from all around the world so that's Northern Ireland, Scotland uh, Ireland America, uh, possibly Canada, Germany wow. um, so it, 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 <laughs> and it will come down to the fact that it will showcase um, our, our best competing drum majors um, right across the spectrum. We should say a lot of uniforms are a bit tight or outgrown. So, ah, uh, yeah, the old lockdown weight is a thing. Yeah, yeah. just uh, children's brightness children, as well. So children's <laughs> <laughs> That's it too. But no, I think that's so exciting to have this massive drum majoring display. It's absolutely ridiculous how many folks are involved. So we are so proud to be able to bring this. Uh, yeah, that's honestly that's an event in itself, Aaron. You know, we could open the doors of the beer tent, have the drum major display, and say, "Right, see you next year." But <laughs> yeah, you could, but I don't think there would be many pipers that would love no. it because, from my yeah. experience, pipers don't like drum majors. <laughs> uh, see, we're going to start something there. Oh, be a war what is the point? What is the point of drum? I was kept going for years. You know, what is the point of drum majors? You're just there in the corner and as soon as you've played your set in the arena then it's like come over and play for drum majors the last thing we want to do <laughs> get yourselves a good cd and off you go oh, leave us alone no. <laughs> but no it's it is it's important to think that you know the rab show is is the show for the piping folk but really what that yeah. means is for the piping drumming and drum major folk Exactly. Yeah. Although it's too big a tagline for me to say, so I just shorten it. Yeah. Well, we're all piping folk. That's it, indeed. Yeah. So, Andrew, do you want to announce the next name then to be added to our list of performers at the beer tent? Um, Margaret Dunn. Margaret Dunn! Yes! Uh, Yeah, Margaret has very kindly uh, sent us in performance clips and stuff, and I've now seen them. Can I just say, that's one of my catchphrases is that they would melt melt your face. Uh, So, yeah, be prepared for Margaret to melt your face in the beer tent. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, it's, yeah, her performances are absolutely outstanding. You can understand why she is such a capable piper and shooter and all of that. Wow, I can't wait to bring her performances to the beer tent. So excited for that. So, yeah, we'll have Margaret, but also... On the beer tent, I can announce a final one. Uh, we have Xavier Bordeaux yeah, from Brittany. So anybody know about Xavier music? Yeah, he's, he's outstanding. Actually... Outstanding. He's a, a great musician. He's incredible. Yeah. And Andrew, would I be right in saying that he played along with you in Shots back in the day? We, we, we were, at, at the time I was in Shots, he was in Shots as well. We crossed paths in there. He's, he's there you a go. good fella. 
Yeah, an incredible musician. So yeah, Xavier sent us in kindly a couple of performance clips as well. So yeah, the beer tent was not going to be all performances though. I have to stress, it's not just all playing, playing, playing. We're going to have a bit of crack along the way as well. Because on the 14th, obviously, it would have been the weekend of the Worlds. And as we know, the Worlds are cancelled, so we don't have anything to do on the weekend of the 14th. So why not come along, hang out with us online, and we'll be having a chat with all of our you know, folks who are performing, but also just a, a general chat with ourselves. And also, I have to give a shout out to folks on Patreon. Uh, you folks over there on Patreon, you're going to get early access to some of this stuff. Uh, so yeah, early access to some of the interviews and performances and stuff, but you also may have an opportunity to be a part of the beer tent as well. Mm. So we'll talk more about that in future shows. But guys on the Big Rab Show team, uh, any final thoughts, parting words for the listening folk before we head out the door? I uh, will start with Andrew. Up the legend, yeah. I knew they was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Go on the legend, you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, good stuff. Aaron, have you any final words, sir? Um, I think the two words is get ready. Yeah, get I think ready. quite right. And yeah. that's for get ready for the beer tent, get ready for piping live, mm. get ready for hard winter's practices coming in, yeah. and get ready for normality, hopefully in 2022. And I suppose part of that is just get ready to hear pipes and drums yet again. That's uh, I can't wait. Yeah. So, Alicia, any final words for yourself before we hit the road? Well, I think I think the man has said it all today. <laughs> <laughs> um, just be prepared. Be prepared for a bit of crack um, on the World's Weekend with us. Um, get yourself prepared for the branches events coming up. Yes. Um, yeah. Be prepared to kind of get involved and be prepared for practice because you know with that drone thing was saying you have to care so be prepared there you go you see that does bring us full circle doesn't it we have to care (laughs) in the first place uh guys i have to say huge thank you for joining me on the podcast this week it's been great having you and uh who knows i'll bring you back on a future pod for sure you know none of us are sacked are all coming back again oh oh, look he's given us permission guys to hear that yeah But yeah, I'll definitely be bringing you back because we will be having a future show where we're going to be talking all about piping live, or, you know, our future picks and stuff and events yeah. for folks to catch. So yeah, you'll be hearing from these guys again in the future. So I can't just can't wait until we get to do another uh, world's preview show and another world's um, review show. Uh, those were brilliant, great cracks. Song um, crack. Yeah, especially so. when we try and predict winners and we get it all dreadfully wrong, you know. I was quite good. I was quite good. <laughs> yeah, you literally good. just about to say, Alicia was quite on the money. Yeah. So I uh, don't listen to any of us. Then listen to Alicia. Then whenever we do an all, don't ask me about bands. <laughs> Can't pronounce half the name. <laughs> oh, do you know the the thing that really puts me off is that people actually listen to our world's predictions and then run out to the bookies and and put bets on. Jesus. What are you doing? Don't don't do, do that. that. Don't do. That. <laughs> So, Gamble sensibly. That's the warning. Yeah, don't listen to fun stops. <laughs> stop. Correct. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Well, folks, with that in mind, <laughs> we will see you all on the Big Rab Show podcast next week for another Big Rab Show podcast. And if you haven't already, please do subscribe. So each and every week, you'll get a little bing to let you know that Rab has uploaded another one. And also, like every other podcast out there, we do have a Patreon. Go and click on support. Get your mitts on loads of extra stuff. And yeah, we're out the door.
thanks folks that's it we'll see you again well that's it for another big rap show podcast thanks so much for downloading this week and a special thank you to our sponsor g1 reads played by bands around the world they are the champion's choice played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world, and also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. <laughs>